Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today we're going to be playing Apocalypse World. This is our Verdant Mountains campaign. I'm going to have the players introduce themselves, and then we're going to get cracking. So, how about Brandon? I play Ozair. I'm Brandon. It's real cool. Great times. Uh, no. Um, Ozair has recently changed into a battle babe. It's real exciting. Everyone should be excited. Clap your hands. I'm excited. excited. Uh, Ryan. Ryan's mic's muted. I assume he was clapping. Yeah, I, there it is. I, I remember that. I hope that. that's clapping. <laughs> Someone introduced themselves. Hey, I'm Ryan. I was just clapping. You can't prove otherwise. Um, I am going to be playing Saffron. Saffron is the Maestro D. Uh, Saffron is transgressing. He has vintage wear. He wears a, a classic red suit. Um with a boater hat, I believe I said. He has a porcelain face. Uh, he has mischievous eyes, a curvy body, and precise hands. And he runs a sex theater off of an old riverboat. Oh, and you might also remember me from Ragnarok, which I always forget to mention. And almost did just now. Yeah, I was... I was just about to mention it on Ryan's behalf, because I'm Alex, and I'm also from Ragnarok, uh, and I am playing Canteen Ayazama. He is the water bearer of our community. He is a man with ornate wear, a strong face, watchful eyes, and a mended body. And uh, I leveled up last time, so I got the Peacemaker move, so I can, I can call upon people to settle their shit with me. Brilliant. Oh. Everyone highlight their weird. All right. And then the rest of you may go. Weird. Let's do those stat highlightings. Saffron, you're highest with me. What should I highlight? Um, go for your cool. I don't use cool. Oh, you don't? In that case... No. Oh, uh, what do you use? You use weird, right? I use weird, but it's already hard. Yeah. Um, in that case, go for hard. You're a battle babe. Test that out. Okay, let me make sure I use hard. Uh, let's see. I don't uh, use Saffron, hard. Saffron, you also have the highest for me. Okay. Um, your weird is already highlighted, so you go with hot. All right. And both of you are even with me. Uh, so Ozair. Um, you're hot. Okay, thank you. Cool. Raymond All looks right. frozen. Oh, All no, right. Never mind. Starting moves. I don't have one anymore. <laughs> I do. That's just me, then. I'm special. All right. Eight, nine. I have plus one fortune, so I got a nine. So, on a seven to nine, they have surplus, but one want. Remind so, me that means uh, I have want hunger. That's it. All right. So I get one barter plus... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I have hunger and desperation. Yes. But I get plus growth and one barter. 
Why not go for so I just keep racking up hunger this time? We haven't eaten in right. days. They're hungry for something. They're hungry for change! They have a of empty slogans. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to build, build a wall? Make the damn great again. Make the damn great again. And get them to pay for it? Yep. <laughs> oh, Trump jokes. They enjoy them here. I, I think we made that joke before. We did, but not on... Probably. Oh, maybe in an earlier recording. Um, okay. So, at the end of last game, the players were almost all in the same room. Uh, Ayazama uh, was heading over to the... Getting ready to head to Saffron's ship. Saffron and Ozair were on said ship. Um, so Ayazama, yep. Babylon meets you just as you're about to go to uh, the ship. You're just standing out the front as you're about to head off to the theatre and she walks up to you and you can see a odd-looking hunter gentleman a few hundred feet behind who you quickly realise is... Uh, Nippakin disguised. I'm sorry, I, my internet sucked and you broke up a little bit. So I so I see her and Nippakin yeah, following her? basically. Okay. Has she changed her clothes? Uh, she has. Okay. Ah, Babylon, good. Now we can get going. Um, where is Nippakin, or are we going to brave it alone? Oh no, just the two of us tonight. It's Saffron's ship. We'll be fine. All right. Very well. Uh, do you make any sort of gesture towards Nippikin? Um, I will. I will. No, not not with not with uh, Babylon there. All right. So you head off to the vessel. The no, I can't do that in a funny accent. <laughs> vessel. The nuclear vessels. Yes. Where are the nuclear vessels? Captain, yes, comrade. Oh, there's new voice. Yes, comrade. <laughs> we shall defect to America. My terrible Sean Connery. So. Yeah, so Babylon and I head over to the the barge for tonight's show. Fucking Catman, she's going all over the room. Um, so Ozair, the everyone around you is getting in the rooms adjacent and whatnot, are getting ready for the performers tonight. You can hear heaps of people moving through the corridors. What are you doing? Getting my guns. Um, but no, I am getting a gun. And I guess, since I live here, I should go see the show, even though it's not really my thing. Go for it. Um, yeah, so, which is my, probably not the semi-automatic big shotgun. That's probably too big to be carrying around. So... Hmm. 
What if I just wrap my chain around myself? Is anyone going to really care? Or they think it's just an affectation? I guess because you live here, they won't care. Wear it like a belt. Yes, I put my chain on and I take my magnum, shoving it in my pants, as Azaira's want to do. And then she reaches for her coat and remembers, oh yes, I don't wear a coat anymore. And she leaves her room. Brilliant. All right. Uh, Saffron, what are you doing at the moment? You know, everyone's running around. Um, I suppose I am standing at the back of the house greeting patrons, uh, keeping an eye out for, um, what's her name, my spy, um... Cockle. Cockle, that's her name. And also uh, the canteen, because I heard that he was coming tonight. Brilliant, do you send uh, word to Ozair at all, or...? Um, I feel like Ozair is on their own recognizance, as long as they don't leave the boat. All right. I'm, I'm fine with that. Well, you'll see them if they do leave. Uh, some, one of the chorus boys comes up to you uh, and taps on your shoulder. Yes, what is it? He's sort of half in costume. He hasn't done his makeup yet. Um... Someone needs to talk to you backstage. Someone have a name? Uh, yeah, Dove. Dove. Okay. I will follow them back. All right. Uh, they lead you back, and then knock on the. They knock on uh, Dove's door and say, "Um, Saf- I brought Saffron." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They open the door and walk away. You come in, and Dove is sort of uh, sitting there. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Alex is in this chat twice now. Um, I think it'll go away. Yep. Uh, they, uh, they, yeah, you see Dove sitting there, um, sort of half, uh, ready. They have their makeup done, but not their, uh, not all of their costume. They seem to have their pants off, uh, and he's just sort of sitting there on his chair, um, half uh, staring into the mirror as you walk in. Everything okay? I... I... I don't think so. What seems to be the trouble? Um, this has never really happened to me before, but I don't think I will be able to perform later. I see. Um, I I I don't know what to say, Dove. This has never happened to you before. I know. I just I I can't seem to I can't seem to get into costume, as it were. <sighs> think let me see if this can help oh my goodness um 
Yeah, so Saffron Saffron goes over to goes over to Dove. Um sits sits on his lap and kisses him very deeply. Oh, oh hello. I'm going to try to seduce him. Go for it. Let me see. Saffron is the fluffer. Yeah. All right, so that's a nine. It's not too bad. Yeah. Um, okay, on a seven to nine, they go along with you, but they need some concrete assurances, corroboration, or evidence first. Remember, we established earlier on in the campaign that Dove is sort of needs constant reassurance and validation, so maybe you need to do more than just get him stimulated. All right, um... Dove, you are you are an actor of enormous talent. I have every confidence that you can go out there and and stand up on that stage and stand afterwards as well. Do you really think that I'll be able to pull through this? I think that you are the biggest, baddest actor on that stage and you sir can act the hell out of any part that I any part that I've ever written you any part that I could write you you're the man she like uh, he he like um, I just misgendered my own character he um, you sort of nibbles scum I it's true I am um, he he nibbles on um, on Dove's ear, and and just sort of whispers this last, you know, that last bit, um, seductively in in the actor's ear. All right, you uh, you. It comes to your attention that uh, Dove is uh, now adequately prepared for the performance. All right. In that case, um, Saffron Saffron stands, and she uh, he puts his puts his hands on uh, on Dove's shoulders, and he says, "Now you go out there and you knock him dead, and we'll think about your maybe doing some writing on the on the fall show." He gives him a pat, and just turns and walks out. All right. To be honest, I thought you were going to, like, use one of your moves to try and find him some some uppers or something. Uh, but that works, too. That is, mm-hmm. an, uh, that is a solution. <laughs> you, so, need a little, you need a little boost of confidence, so I turned, really? on, the, uh, I turned on the sex. Mm. So... Ayazama, you That's and me. you and uh, Babylon are standing in the queue, 
waiting to board the ship before it sails mm-hmm. out into the lake to do the performance. Um, people around you are, you know, making idle chit chat. I'm about to sneeze. Excuse me. Zoom tights. Mm. Um, Sky rumbles and thunder crashes. Tell me, uh, Ayazama, who is here tonight? Uh, let's see. Who is here tonight? Uh, let me pull up. A few oh. key personalities that you think yeah. would be at the Brandon, could you repost the NPCs? It went away when I had to re-enter. Oh, uh, I'm thinking not, not the cons, because I don't want to make things too hard. And they don't um, come here every night. Yeah, they just come for the opening shows. Um, well, it wouldn't be anyone from Saffron's crew, because they're already there. Uh, and for me, it's just Babylon. Um... So, I think uh, Pamming is here uh, as the new, new Ozair. She also uh, wants to maybe see what's up with Ozair. Mm. Uh, and maybe um, Ethan came? Yeah, Ethan's here. All I don't right. know if... If Ethan would come, but maybe he wants to see what Ozair is up to. Well, he'll certainly um, attend. Yeah. And uh, one of the burners is here. Which one? Uh, it, mm, oh, the only one we have, have on the there is... doesn't have Lee Rowan on there. So Lee Rowan as oh. the chief scaper. And... I am blanking on the chief finer. Hang on. Where? There we go. Oh, no. Um, finer Sasha. Um, maybe, maybe finer Sasha's there tonight. All right. Well, because the last time we saw finer Sasha was at that, um, was in episode five. Down by the water's edge. Way back when. Um, she was demonstrating in comical ways the different kinds of fuel and their different uses. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, so you do see Finer Sasha here. They're wearing... Um, she... The Finers don't wear as much green and don't look as, like, shabby as the, um, scapers. They also don't have as many, like, um, climbing and cutting tools on their bodies. Um, but you okay. see Finer has a, um, tool belt, uh, strapped around her waist and hanging from it is a small, um, Burner torch, so it's got like a tiny camping stove like fuel tank underneath it. One handed flamethrower, basically. Um, a bunch of like cutting, a bunch of like tapping tools, like the kind you'd use to get maple syrup out of a tree or, okay. um, you know, harvest the sap of the rubber tree. Yeah. Um, 
some like wood carving tools also in like a little pouch and they're wearing a sort of a long um hooded uh coat underneath that buttoned up um at the front and they've got a gas mask uh hanging around their neck um it's at least you think it's a gas mask it's probably more a respirator type of thing mm. okay um Ah, finer Sasha. So so nice to see you here tonight. Um, Ayazama? Is that it? Yes, it is. You're the head of. Uh, and the... this is my, this is my. Uh... Oh, sorry. You're the head of the Brotherhood here, or something. Close, close enough. The uh, we call it the Aquifer of the Soul. Right, water table. And who is your companion? Yes. This is, uh, Bab... Ah, and what does Bab... Had uh, you two bound together, or...? Um, I, I guess out of character, I'll ask Ryan and... Well, we, we know we have, like, husbands and wives. Do we have, like... Is there, like, boyfriend and girlfriend, or is it just other terms. Hmm. <sighs> my guy and gal. That's all my... She's listed as my lover. Um, you could say so, that. You yeah, gave her yeah, your my lover. And, now and now you're going steady. <laughs> going steady for good. Significant other. Babylon, she I is out. This is, this is real my lover. <laughs> <laughs> golly! Gosh. Good golly, Miss Molly. Yes, I, I. Babylon is my lover. Oh, I see. Well, wonderful. I've. Uh, what brings I've, you to tonight's performance? Uh, I was suggested by some of my work crew. That it was uh, an interesting piece of entertainment. I've never really oh, attended it most to. Is. Well, I was turned off the... by the debauched nature, but um, you know, sometimes it is important to try new things. It is only through exposure to stimuli that change can be affected. Exactly, Ryan, out of character. Are there sexy times in the show, or is it just, like, implied, and then all the sexy times happen after? I think there's some ribald humor and maybe a little bit of burlesque in the show, but it's Don't largely... Watch it. burlesque. It's, it's largely implied. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I say, well, Finer, it's, uh, it is not uncommon for some people to stay for the show, which... The spring show, I must say, is one of Saffron's fine, uh, and then depart before the uh, after-show activities take place. Yes. I see. So if you if you want to see, you're more than welcome. No one will judge you. Right. Okay. Um. Thank you. Or you could find someone on the stage. Your brains out. Right. She sort of turns back and faces forward. Yep. 
Uh, anyone uh, else? Kaizama keeps his, his grin on his face. So it's just you three that are um, the main celebrities. You, Pamming. Oh, so Pamming, Ethan, and Sasha. Anyone else? Uh, no, I think that's it for tonight. It's oh. just like a Thursday night performance. It's not like a, a big Everyone show. Everyone comes to the Friday show. That's the big one. Oh, yeah. Friday and Monday. And then uh, they have the Saturday matinee. <laughs> fucking, who does a sex show matinee? Afternoon delight. Saffron. The performers need to sleep sometime. They're not sleeping That's at night. Obviously. <laughs> they get like four hours and then in the fucking morning and then four hours in the midday, maybe, if they're lucky. They live the they live. Well, that's why theater. the tickets are cheaper. Yeah, they live a theater person's life. I idealize theater person's life where yeah. they sleep in all day and get up in the afternoon and do rehearsal all afternoon and then slam, slam a Red Bull and, and uh, do a performance. Exactly. I think I think at some point Saffron tried to get them to do a Saturday matinee and then it, that didn't last too long because somebody threatened to cut my throat and throw me overboard. Having done a <laughs> having done a perform a show where you do a matinee, then have like a three-hour gap between, and then do the the night show, and not having to like fuck a bunch of people afterwards. Um, yeah, no one, no one in this fucking crew is doing a fucking matinee, <laughs> and then a Sunday night. I never before. said it was a good idea. <laughs> not without, not without two casts. What else do they do? They don't do anything. They don't have real <laughs> jobs. Jeez, these arts types don't know what a real day's work is like. <laughs> okay, uh, so... Um, Jose, where do you sit in the performance as you see uh, I, uh, Berna Sasha, uh, Fina Sasha board the ship and Aizama come on board as well? Who's gonna wait a bit? Alright. And then once it seems like things are settled, where is Ayazama in Babylon sitting? Um, Ryan, are you, is Saffron showing Ayazama to their seat or is uh oh, fuck I've forgotten the name of them. An attendee. Um, I guess Saffron went backstage to deal with Dove. Um, my bartender's name is Yen, I think. Yeah, Yen is the bartender and the coat check person. So they probably took over for me, greeting the patrons. You see, uh, Yen, uh, take... Uh, Sasha's tool belt and then direct her to take a seat and then when you Aizama step up uh, they gesture to one of the, they signal to one of the um, performers that are sort of you know wandering around in skimpy outfits and helping people to their seat they take your hand and lead you to a private booth that you've been given so everyone can see oh. you being led off it's kind of booth that, like, maybe 
that uh, Jaco uh, would buy out for his crew when he brings them at the end of a fishing season. Gotcha. So is there anyone else there, or is it just me and Babylon? No, Babylon's? it's just you two at the moment. Uh, there is, do um, you do you have anything waiting for them, Saffron? Like a drink or anything? You know, maybe a thing of... I mean, you wouldn't have bottles of champagne, but, you know, that sort of a gesture. Um, yeah, I, I would say maybe there's a, um, a bottle of the, the dam's finest moonshine or whatever, whatever we produce. <laughs> you yeah, moonshine, right. Mm. A fine pair of teeth. Oh, wait, that's a pair of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> a lorikeet. Close. Sorry. A budgeringa. Um, yeah. So yeah, whatever whatever people in the dam drink or distill, if it's if it's white lightning, then there's probably some juice with it. Ugh. Oh, wait. Everyone's Ugh. everyone's drinking things named after rogue traders' songs. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I pour out a glass for myself and for Babylon and. Clink it with her and drink it, trying to. No, we're just out for a night at the theater. All right. Uh, so, uh, tell me, uh, Ozer, what happens next? Well, Ozer's waiting for like, you know, that kind of the few seconds still before like something actually starts happening and then she goes and sits down where she's not supposed to in the private booth with Ayazama and Babylon. Brilliant. Um, Saffron? Uh, yeah, Saffron is going to make his way over um, toward <gasps> the canteen. In the we're, we're all, yeah, we're all getting together. Oh my god! the light... As the lights go down in the auditorium, you three are all sitting next to each other with Babylon uh, by Ayazama's side. Ayazama feels a sudden urge and f over the balcony so that they can't be in the exact same place at the same time. Mm. Oh, there has the same okay. clambering sensation and clambers <laughs> over the table. All three of us flung ourselves over the balcony. Damn it! It wasn't supposed to happen like that. Well, you know, we did put ourselves together in a context where it would be completely rude for us to talk or interact in any way. So, there's that. Luckily, we're the You're only not ones in the booth, though. Um, yeah, you could... So, as, as the show starts... Yeah. We're just, we're just talking about the show. Uh, yeah. It's got a as, as the show starts. atmosphere, so like people are talking as they're having drinks. Cabaret. Yeah. And they're yeah. drinking. Yeah, and they're drinking. Uh, it's it's not like so, full yeah. uh it's not full uh, performance at the globe theatre uh levels where <laughs> you know, peasants are shouting <laughs> the performers. Uh but you know. Canteen Ayazama, Babylon, how wonderful to see you. Ah, Saffron, thank you so much for allowing us to come tonight. Oh, you know you're always welcome and for this place. You're always welcome to come. 
and to see the show. Hey. Ah, <laughs> so as as the show starts and the lights the lights dim a little bit, um, and people's attention gets drawn to the stage, Ayazama uh, pours a glass of the, the moonshine and hands it to Saffron, and leans in and whispers, "The cons are gunning for you." So I've heard. Toyota thinks I should make a play. They want me to try to convert some of your crew so that you won't have as many. <laughs> well. Uh, what the hell was that? Sorry, my uh, computer just my computer just uh, came up with a notification right in the middle of what I was saying. Um. You do give a hell of a sermon, Canteen, but I don't think that uh, any of any of my crew would be swayed quite so easily. I, I you know, no. uh, raise my glass to him and, and take Nor do I intend. I, I do the same. Nor do I intend to give it an earnest effort. But... For now, the cons think that I am on their side, and it puts me in an advantageous position until they realize that I'm not. Whose side are you on, Canteen? They are. I'm going to I'm, I'm on the side of the people. <laughs> You're going to raid a person? Go for yes. it. Because I don't know what the fuck Canteen Ayazama's game is. And no like, one does. Yeah. I feel like no. he doesn't even sometimes. Yep. All right, let's see. Are you gonna let me do this, Acas? Are you gonna are you gonna hinder me? No, you go for it. All right. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> uh, that is a five. Well. <laughs> is it a highlighted stat? No, it's not. Uh, it's not highlighted. Uh, just a total waste, then. Man, this uh, this dam's finest is sure strong. Well, it's on a miss. Ask one anyway, but be prepared for the word. Yeah. Ask one anyway. Okay, let's see. Uh. Um, is your character telling the truth? That that he's about not on, about you not being on the side of the cons. Yes. All right, I'll pretend I'm... that was. <laughs> All right. Saffron, I side of the people. Because no one else is. The cons are out for themselves. And someone has to stand up for everyone who's going to get caught in the crossfire. I, I look over a little bit and smile at Ozair. You've made a dangerous move by bringing Ozair on. It will not go unnoticed. <laughs> the people won't get caught in the crossfire. Canteen. I assure you. 
The people shall be the bullets, and the guns shall be yeah. our politics. And when you rally your army against the Khans, Ozair, who will be doing the fighting? Army? Your populist revolts. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> she laughs. Perhaps too loudly. It's a weird moment to laugh too, because like something like depressing is happening <laughs> on stage. I'll never love again. <laughs> um, and she kind of leans across the table, because I think she's sitting diagonally from where you are, like at the end of the booth, and you're kind of tucked in the center. Um, sure. You know, so you can have your arm over your sweetheart or what have you. Yeah, yeah I so kind of figured you were pretending them in. Yeah. You flank them. Um, I lean in and say, Ayazama, you have no idea what I'm doing. You have no idea what my plan is. That may be. The but people war is coming. Hate me. And that's enough of a driving force to make change. I missed. I went out. I heard the people hate me. Did you say anything and else? That's enough of a driving okay. force to that's make change. That's what I got. Yeah. <sighs> I was there. I hope. I hope you're right because the waters of the source have shown me a vision of the future. There was and destruction. I do not wish for war to engulf our community. I would like to read a person and not fail this role. Good luck. Yeah. Excuse me, I have a plus two in sharp. <laughs> I have and a plus one. A nine, so... Uh, that, that didn't stop me from rolling a one and a three. That's, that's true. <laughs> uh, hmm. What is the best question before I shoot Ayazama? No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> what does your character intend to do? Um... In regards to the conversation we are having, what is your role in this? Like, what is your role in this plot? You keep talking about people, but I, Ayazama has Ayazama has had a uh, a pif His concern is for the people. He doesn't care about furthering anyone's agenda who's who whomever is uh, advantageous to help the most people in the community is who he would back with the least amount of bloodshed and I would also like to read a person I would like to counter on a Ozer. 
You're going to counter read? Go for it. Are you going to hinder at all? Yep. Um, and that is an 11. Unless Jose would like to hinder. You might be able to reduce him to 9. I could. Let's see. Well, that's a no, so... You try to be guarded, but you're an open book to the canteen. <laughs> so, what does your character intend to do? In regards to what? Tonight? This plot is uh, We're plot? having an Yes. Um... Ozair isn't sure what they're going to do. They have a basic idea, but they haven't formulated any kind of, like, a master plan. So, so far well, What's it's, that basic idea? Um, that, that's non-answer. We're getting there, excuse me. Um... <laughs> Okay, okay. I see now why you guys have never been in the same room. Because <laughs> <laughs> that no, is not. himself more booze. You're very right. snappy. You and Babylon have your conversation while me and Aizama uh, stare at each other from across the table. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> there's, there's, just, there's just unseen words flying between us. Ozair right now... Um, intends to kill someone. Um, she's thinking the cons, one of them, that will upset some kind of balance. And what does your character... Does your character... Yeah, we cut out. Oh, what does your character wish I would do? Um, not get involved ever. Stay away okay. and don't get involved. Go and All be right, a I'm hermit gonna... in your church. Wow, that's um, that's wow. that's an interesting suggestion. I think I think he just wants me to stop playing the game. Damn. Yeah, write yourself out of the game. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to my last hold. If that's okay. For Go now. For These two sort of stare at each other intently for a moment. And then Ayazama smiles. Ozeric oh, does not smile. But Do does not look at the stage. Smile? Well, Ozeric, oh, I do not want to be a thorn in anyone's side in particular. As I said, whatever is best for the people is what I would support. And you have opened your can of worms for yourself by coming to Saffron ship. Was there here so the that cons I can keep are coming. Well, you're going to need to keep an eye on each other. Because as I said, the cons are gunning for you, Saffron. And I, I feel that they will only redouble their efforts when they learn Ozair is here.
And what if they learn of the tragic dispensation of justice that you had to perform that one morning in the source? What if they learned that that was prearranged? Don't know what you're talking about. I went home that night, and then your friend, uh, uh, Saffron, it was Husqvarna. Husqvarna came to me worried about you because you disappeared. And then suddenly, you and Ozer step with that man who attacked me. I have the wound to prove it. I uh, aggro. Uh, okay. uh, I'm going to go aggro on Saffron. Right. I'm going to hinder. Uh, the, uh, inter interfere. I get to roll plus history. Let's see. I get a 13. Minus so two. So that's minus two? Yep. So that puts me at five. Listen, Canteen, I don't know whose side you're on. You may be on the side of the people, as you say you are. You may be a spy for the cons. I've heard whisperings that you and Pacifica have been... Before you say? continue, have you heard whisperings? Do you have a move that you might be able to make to say that you've heard whisperings? Um, I don't really know. Um, I guess I could, I could uh, use my everybody eats even that guy move. Because one of the things is, one of the questions I can ask is what's up with them? I think that this is an opportunity, even though like I have no problem with you saying, oh, I've heard this rumor, I think that you're missing out on an opportunity to use your move if you don't use your move beforehand. All right. Uh, I just kind of figured that since they were seen very publicly together and you made it clear that they made a bad job, that they did, they did a bad job of uh, concealing their true intention that maybe I would have heard something, but I will roll it. Let's yeah, see. but, I mean, it didn't someone highlight your hot for you? What yeah. do you use for that role? Hot. Yeah, it's an opportunity for you to get experience, and it reinforces your role play. So, well, I rolled it. a two. Well, uh. so <laughs> you mark experience, and you don't know for sure, which is what I would have given you if you'd succeeded. So you ask one anyways, Ryan. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. On a miss ask one anyway, but they hear about your interest in them. Okay, so yeah, what's up with uh, what's up with the canteen? 
They've been. They were seen. They were seen making out by someone. They were definitely seen dancing uh, at uh, at the uh, food bar, restaurant place yeah. thing. At the food court. At, at the damn food yeah. court. Yeah. Um, yep. But you're about to tell Ayazama, so someone's gonna be. T- someone has told the cons that you're aware of this. I heard that you were getting busy at the Arby's. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, wait. So what's the drop? So I've. So I've heard that he's asking around. Is that the? Yeah, but he's asking around about both of you. So like you're about to be told, basically. But right, Pacific is also going to know. Gotcha. Okay. Oh yeah, that's. Uh... So now you may continue with what yes. you're saying. I've I've heard that you and the the uh, the Queen Pacifica have been having. A dalliance, shall we say? She has requested some private sermons. Nothing more. Hmm. I raise my eyes at Babylon and mouth private service. Babylon sort of looks down and away from you um, and then sort of looks up at the stage and tries to focus on the stage, which is currently doing the last uh, number of act one. I would like to read Babylon. Go for it. Read the shit out of Babylon. Okay, that's an eight, nine, ten. Alright. Um. I would like to hinder him, her. Alright, go for it. Can what I do, do you, that? Because it's not... I, I will let you, me. but you need to tell me... You noticed that, um... Ozera's stare is sort of appraising Babylon. What do you do to distract Ozer? Uh, Babylon, could you be a deer and go get me something from the bar? This uh, is drying my throat. Um, yes, uh, of course. So that's an and 11. she wiggles past. Ooh, so that's what, the minus two? Yeah. I think so, yeah. It'll say on the aid or hinder move. Yes, it's a minus yeah, two. Yeah, but then I have to look at it. It's a minus it's two a minus to your two. 11. Yep. One. Um, what's Babylon really feeling? Babylon is feeling nervous as shit as she gets as she downs her drink, squeezes past saffron, <laughs> and goes to the bar. I take off after Babylon. Does anyone try to stop Ozair who just jumps up from the table? I'm gonna let Ozair go by. Alright. I will I will let her go for now. It's not like partner in the middle of this heavily armed room. Yeah. On, I came here out of a gesture of goodwill to warn you that the cons were gunning for out for your blood. Night I don't know why you have decided to attack me. 
but it will not end you if that is your intention. I'm just trying to get a handle on who's out for who, Canteen. As far as I can tell, you've been playing both sides against the middle this whole time. I'm starting to mistrust all your goodwill. Well, that's fine. Mistrust away. But when Bean and his soldiers come knocking at your door with the backing of the Khans, don't be surprised. Because that day is closer than you think. The room erupts in applause as Act 1 ends. Um, and uh, you see uh, Cockle head to the bar at the end closest to you. Aizama stands and applauds with everyone else. He had he had no idea what was happening. <laughs> Excuse me, Canteen. I... And then I follow to get... I yes, have... I, I, I let him by, and then I I follow so I can go talk to Saffron. Not Saffron, uh, Babylon. Mm -hmm. Too many arms. Bobby, Damn it, Brandon! <laughs> Brendan's got the barking madness. <laughs> Saffron? Um, yeah, so Saffron is going to go up to um, Cockle and hopefully get a report. Cockle is getting a drink. Do you just talk there at the bar? You see um, some of the hunters are here. You don't recognize anyone as someone from Bean's militia, but like Bean has friends that are hunters. He was the most. He was the. He is the still the leader of the hunters, basically. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to say maybe uh, walk up to Yen, whisper something. Uh, you know, just just uh, the the um. Tell tell Yen to have uh, Cockle uh, come backstage. Okay. Um, so you walk up to uh, Yen and say that, then you presumably you head backstage. You're peering from back there. You see uh, Yen slide a cocktail uh, in front of um, Cockle and say something about... Uh, a secret admirer wanting to see them backstage, um, and you see a cockle walk off. A couple of the uh, hunters that are there are cheering cockle. They're like, "Yeah, you go get him, gal." Uh, and cockle comes backstage uh, and then sees you and looks at the drink. He's like, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah, okay, um, right." That makes more sense. Um, cool. <laughs> so, what do you have to report? Bean has no fucking clue what they're doing. He's been making us, you know, run up and down the beach and... Do uh do do push-ups. Uh, he's got us going on. Uh, you know, 
late night patrols and getting us to pull apart uh, getting us to pull apart spear guns and crossbows and I don't know where he I feel no more trained than I was when you asked me to join him I just feel more exhausted like, Jesus Christ, I'd rather go back to doing heavy labor on the dam than do this shit. Because this is fucking pointless. At least hauling engines down into fucking Ozair's dungeon is productive. Fair enough. And has your commander mentioned me or the, the theater at all? No, but they did have a... When I wanted to come talk to you, he'd gotten a uh, a messenger had been sent. I didn't recognize them, uh, which, I mean, I don't know where the fuck they're from if I don't recognize them. The damn, the community isn't that fucking large. Uh, but brought them a message. Uh, and then after that, we, you know, we... Uh, we went, he told us to go to the edge of the Verdant and be on the watch. And we didn't see him for like another 12 hours. He just had us fucking standing out there at the gate, staring at plants. Like, what the, f what, how the fuck is that useful? Like, he didn't relieve the, the people that were already there watching. You know, we were there from fucking midday till almost midnight. It just seemed really suspicious, you know. And the person handed them a piece of paper. An actual piece of paper. Alright. Have you any idea what was written on it? Did he give you a briefing or a... No, just immediately kind of... he said, go, you know, watch the Eastern Verdant, and, and then left. I don't even know where the fuck he went. He looked like he was heading down to the dock, maybe, but... You know, that just means he could have gone anywhere that wasn't in the dam. All right. For all I know, he could have fucking gone across the lake and gone up into the fucking mangroves. Like... Um... Hmm. Just because I'm starting to, uh, Saffron is starting to mistrust everyone. Go he is going. It. He is going to read a person, and that is a six. So, dice hate me tonight. Ask a question. All right. Um. Is your character telling the truth? Is uh, cockle? Giving me an honest report. Cockle is telling you the truth, but you sense a lie in there. Like, maybe they were told a falsehood? You know, give someone a... Give, you know, tell three people in the unit a different order and then see which one you is used against you. All right. 
that's uh, that's interesting. Um, all right. Well, the uh, cockle. I'll be honest with you. The choice is yours whether or not you want to uh, whether you're not. Whether or not you want to remain a part of Bean's unit, but if you are no longer of use to me, then I can no longer extend you the beneficence of an invitation here, you understand. Hey, look, I'll keep being useful, all right? I'll try and find out more. I just... I'm not used to all this spy shit, all right? I don't know what I need to do. Like, I don't know how I can get more information out of him. You're doing a fine job. Just keep your eyes and ears open. Right. And uh, enjoy yourself. And uh, is are is there anyone who is uh, maybe in the first act and not in the second act? Someone who I don't know. I could I could uh, set cockle up with real quick. Pull someone off the chorus line. Um, as they as they're all lining up for Act Two, I will I will gesture over and uh, I will say to Cockle, "Who's your preference?" Um, and they point to a woman. Okay. What is this um, woman's name, Ryan? Um, her name, I'm going to pull a name off of my sheet. Her name oh, is... Theater names. Yeah. Her name is Julia. That is the weirdest name we've heard in this game so far. Yes. That's and... not an engine or anything. So, uh, Saffron goes up to Julia... Um, gives her gives her a tap and says, um, "I I need you to uh, give some attention to a, a special client. Um, don't worry, the others will fill in your uh, fill in your space." Uh, and they sort of look to you and say, "I'm I don't normally work girls. I normally I don't know. I've I've never worked girls." <sighs> Be prepared I mean, to you, learn, honey. And yes, you, I was going to say, you have the necessary equipment. Extrapolate. Um, um, okay. Figure it out as you go. Yes. And uh, they walk off together with, the, with Julia sort of looking over her shoulder at you as they walk down the hallway. As if to say, help, but not in a distressed, creepy way in a co-worker that doesn't know how to do a task way. What do you mean you need me to mop? I've never mopped in my life. Jose, <laughs> oh, you, you, uh, you see Babylon ordering a drink. Um... As the as Act One wraps up, and you see uh, Ayazama heading up to you, what are you going to do while you're watching Babylon order these two drinks? I 
go up to the bar as smoothly as Ozair can, which is not very smooth at all, because Ozair is not smooth. Um, and she kind of turns towards Babylon and says, he's a bit of an asshole, isn't he? I'm sure that Saffron uh, means well. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. That was a funny joke. I am glad that we are having this human relationship together. No. Listen, you bitch. I am talking about your lover. And I turn and I point to Ayazama. That guy over there, who's a giant You see Ozea pointing at you pointedly. I quicken my pace over. All right. Ozea, continue. There's a few people I have to push through to get there, so it gives her a second to talk with Babylon. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. There's a dog man, Bach. <laughs> Damn it, dog man. Sees two women talking at the bar and starts <laughs> chomping at the bit. <laughs> it's the show you've been chomping at the bit like a wild mutt for. Invited the big bad wolf. Man. <laughs> Dogman, how many times do we have to tell you to be more respectful? Saffron, why do you keep letting him in? He's a he pays well-paying well. customer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's flushed with dog money. What? Dog money? Yeah, we're talking about the well-paying <laughs> patron of money. the arts, Dogman. Oh. <laughs> um, Bill Dogman. <laughs> Bill Dogman. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Right up there with all the other famous patron of the arts, Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton, <laughs> Bill Pullman. So, yes, um, I look at Babylon and I say, you know. You could do a lot better than that. He's not even faithful to you. Not one bit. I kissed him before, you know. And he liked it. And I walk you, away. You see... Okay, yeah, you walk away. Um, do you walk past Ayazaba as you walk away? Oh no, I do that like like walk diagonally like in the space like where yeah. I won't but I can like look at him. Yeah. Have a nice time at the bar. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use hold from I read a person. Mm-hmm. What's your character really feeling? Um bored. She's really bored. <laughs> she needs something to do. And uh, messing with you is something easy that she can do. And it entertains her more than anything has entertained okay. her in a while. All right. 
I can't cut you off. Don't push me. <laughs> I can I can inflict de-harm on all you sons of bitches. All right, so you see uh, Babylon there sort of furiously staring into these two drinks she's ordered, and then when she sees you, it sort of washes away, and she slides the glass over to you and says, I got you a drink. Thank you. I take a sip. What did Ozair want? Oh, just trying to provoke me. It'll be fine. Well, I know you're better than... Our relationship is, she is stronger a than, mere, than mere snipes. Uh, I, will, I will never fail you. Or the source. Never what? In I my, get, I, in my duty. Fail you. She's never going to fail you. She's never going to give you up. She's never going to let you down. Never going to run around. Oh, and okay. You. Uh, <laughs> Ayazama, Ayazama smiles and puts his, his hand on hers and says, uh, Together we are the rock that weathers the storm of the river, of the raging river. Something like that. Alright. Do you wish to stay or should we leave in intermission? I think it would be rude to leave in the middle of a performance. Very well then. We shall retake our seats. Alright. Uh, you retake your seats and uh, eat no, I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to read her too. I'm going to read a person. Go for it. One sec. Read the shit out. Plus sharp. There we go. Alright, so that is nine. Alright. So, what is the character? I need you to repeat that. Well, I got a nine. So, what is she really feeling? Nervous. Uh, okay. Uh, and I apologize and he, to the listeners. My internet connections. That's all right. These things happen. Ethan walks up and to Ethan. you. Ah, Ethan. Uh, yes, Aizama. I wondered if I could get a minute of your time. Uh, look, I know that children, you know, have to strike out on their own and find their own paths and everything, but I'm a bit concerned about the direction that Ozair is forging their path. I mean, I, I mean, what if, is it that if, if, if this is where Ozair wants to live and make business, that's that's understandable. But you know, I just feel like their technical skills are wasted in this house of burlesque. Well, uh, Ozair is, from what I've heard, exceptionally talented in technical matters, and I'm sure that they need help here with those lights. Did you see the way that Ozair was dressed? I don't think that Ozair is here to help with the lights, so to speak. 
Well, I I can't say that I know Ozer very well, but she does not seem like the type of person who would be a uh, <clears throat> performer. Did you notice the exactly. weapons she was carrying? Well, they, they're all strapped, so I just figured that was part of the persona that Ozer was trying to create for themselves, but... Ozair's never really taken much of an interest in the carnal arts, and it's not what they've trained for. <laughs> I'm, you know, they don't. Ozair doesn't have the skills for this kind of work, and I'm I'm not convinced that they can develop the required assets. <sighs> Have you spoken to Ozair about this? Oh, you know, children, you know, last time I tried to talk to Ozair, they went and did the exact opposite thing. Damn near destroyed this community, venturing off into the verdant, trying to find some ancient bloody light bulbs, and look what happened to that project. Nothing ever came of that, did it? Now they've abandoned their yeah, she did abandon it. training, their role in the community to on this folly. Well, perhaps you could try how proud you are of her decision and how now that you see her here, you realize that this is where she belongs. So you're saying maybe I should if lie. she's a kid, the opposite of what you say. It never occurred to me to lie to my children. Uh, uh, Ayazama puts a hand on his shoulder uh, and says, Sometimes a lie used in the service of a greater good. A greater good. Hmm. The greatest good. He wanders off. Okay. Uh, Saffron, when you return, you see Ozair sort of strutting around. Uh, and Ethan and Ayazama talking. Um, Saffron, I guess, goes over to uh, Ozair. All right. Looks like the good canteen is having words with your father. Father. Uh, okay, sure. I don't. I don't really care. All right. Fair enough. I just thought that maybe you would like to know. Thank you for telling me, though. At least we know that we are on the same page, or at least on some type of level in which I can reach up to you, or you can reach down to me, or I can reach down to you, you know, in which we can easily get on the same level. Are we on the same level? This is the weirdest foreplay I've ever heard. <laughs> I like to think that we are as heir. I mean, we have that adventure, and then... 
there was that thing, and then this, and she kind of like motions to herself, and then she like holds up her hands and knees, and what else has happened? Not much. And and here you are, strapped and, and ready to start whatever it is you're planning on starting. Giving out gobies. She kind of crosses her arms and kind of leans against an invisible wall and then kind of realizes there's no wall. Um, tips back forward. Um, she's not very good at acting cool. In the sense of actually acting cool, not acting cool. Um, and she kind of looks at you and says, well, what should I do? I wish I could tell you what to do, Ozaire, but honestly, at this point, I know better than to try to control you. I'm sorry you feel that way. Act two is about to begin. You can see people taking their seats and the lights beginning to dim. Well, I guess I should let you go sit back down or whatever it is you do, Saffron. And what will you do? Try to find a purpose. If you need any help with that, you know where my rooms are. Never mind. Um, she begins to walk away. And out of the ship. Well, out of the ship is the lake, because you've pu you pull away from the dock to do the performances. Yes. Yep. Ozair walks yeah. away, and then you hear a sploosh. <laughs> Getting one of the uh, smoking children to take him, take her back to the dock. Well, we'll see. Um, so, where do you sit for the rest of the, or go for the rest of this performance, uh, Saffron? Um, I'm guessing Saffron takes up his usual position at the back of the house and watches the performance. Uh, tries to make notes, finds himself thinking about uh, the canteen and Babylon and, and Ozair and what in the hell he's gotten himself into. Those thoughts are similar to my own. <laughs> and and Ayazama's. <clears throat> 
So, Aizama, what do you and Babylon talk about for the rest of the performance, if if you talk at all? Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't think there's much that we would talk about during the performance. Uh, I think once it's over, we, uh, you know, grace make a graceful exit and don't stay for the post-performance. All right. Uh, as uh, as the performance wraps up, uh, Ryan, you you notice uh, that some people made a few mistakes, uh, and there's some areas where it could be fixed up. You're not quite sure. Maybe everyone was sort of off their game tonight, or something. But you know, you take note, and uh, you see Sasha. Uh, uh, finer Sasha of the Burners heading over to you. Mm, okay. Um, I I greet her um, with you know open hands and I say, um, Finer, it's uh, it's a pleasure to see you. I I do not think you've ever attended a per- has she ever attended a performance before or she has not. I I don't think we've ever seen you in our auditorium before. Um, yes, uh, sort of my first time here, first time here, um, mm. not of course. To this performance. I, I saw some of your theatrics at the, uh, little, uh, fair that the Community day. Community day, yes, community day. <laughs> Um, uh, but and, uh, it was suggested to me that this would be an interesting place to uh, unwind, some different entertainment. Um, hmm. We don't have such pageantry uh, in our community. Not as much time for... No, one, no one's life is dedicated to... Uh, to entertainment. It's not really a profession amongst our people, more a hobby. Well, I I hope that uh, you have been able to sufficiently unwind. I know that uh, I know that what you do out uh, making making the fuel as it were is a very meticulous and I I would gather tiring process. Yes. Um I was wondering if I could talk to you about uh, an opportunity for trade. Oh, I certainly. What did you have in mind? Well, come the summertime, we're looking at uh, some of the scapers are looking at um, pruning a part of the verdant that's pretty close to the edge of your lake. I would be interested in perhaps negotiating with you to get, uh, to buy out some of your performances. For the, uh, for the workers? Yeah, a few nights, maybe one night uh, a week, um, where just our people can come and enjoy what you have. 
Um, I'm guessing uh, we could trade some fuel. Uh, definitely some of the harvested um, fruits, uh, perhaps lumber. Uh, I see that this vessel is mostly made out of wood. We could process some lumber for you. Um, there, I'm sure there are some repairs you need done, or maybe even expansions. Um, always. So, so I'd, I'd be interested in negotiating something with you. Um, I think that our people could really benefit from this kind of leisure activity. I, I think that we could. Uh, I think that we could make something work. Uh, permitted that your your people understand that there there are some rules of decorum. Not that I'm saying that they wouldn't, but uh, usually I I only invite people who I trust. Of course, I mean if you want to have some kind of vetting process, uh, or even uh, perhaps you could charge us a higher rate as a sort of. Uh, an assurance, uh, so, sort of insurance to cover any mishap that may happen. I don't, I, our community tends not to exclude, you know, we don't, we don't say someone can't go to a thing, you know, everyone is welcome. So I couldn't, it just, I couldn't really buy out this whole event for them and then tell them, oh, well, you can't come. So, if there was some sort of way we could, you know, see to include everyone, um, uh, I'm not sure how that would work for you. Uh, obviously, we can discuss uh, in more detail. Uh, the, the other stipulation is that we would prefer not to have to enter into the community to board. It's, you know, we're at the other end of the lake, happening to walk all the way down here to your docks to board to come to the performance. Kind Certainly. of, kind of a bit of a hassle, you know. Perhaps the could erect a temporary jetty like you did on the community day at the beach, some way, so that you could just collect us over there, so that we don't have to come here. Mm. I'm sure we could work something out. Um, I'm going to try to read her. Go for it. Let's see if the dice still hate me. The dice don't hate you. The dice are impartial. No, you're, you're right, because I just rolled a 12, so 13. <laughs> it's just the laws of probability that hate you. Yeah. I'm Did just remarkably. The laws of probability are sentient. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, what what is uh, finer Sasha really feeling? Finer Sasha is feeling emboldened. You know, she's seeing opportunity for something new here. You know, a side of her and of her community that she hasn't... that they haven't really explored. Okay. Um, is she telling the truth? Is that all she wants? Yes. All right. 
And what does she intend to do? Right now? What does she intend to do right now? What does she intend to do, um, well, because she's, she's not going to be there in the summer, is she, when, when they come? Um, she will be if they find, um, gasoline trees. Okay. Or, um, or, uh, turpentine trees. Um... Yeah, that's that's not a very good one. Um, I just wasn't sure if you were asking about like what is she gonna do with the plan, or what is she gonna do right now in this scene that you're in. I wasn't. Yeah, really... no, I I meant like with uh, with what we're discussing. Yeah, you kind of already got that from like everything. Oh, yeah. All right. Um. So then I will say to her, "I'm sure. I'm sure we can work out something. Um, we we wouldn't need we didn't we wouldn't need much of an overhead um, to insure as far as as far as insurance goes. Um, however, I I do expect that." When I invite people into my theater, they behave with a certain amount of decorum, as I said. And if anyone breaks the rules, there will not be a second performance. Of course. Would you prefer payment in advance, or will we pay on a performance-by-performance -performance basis? I, I would say let's take it on a performance-by-performance -performance basis. That will probably work better. Um, refined goods will not be able to be provided until the end, uh, so we could provide uh, we could provide uh, a few um, parcels of fuel at the beginning, but not a large amount. That'd be from stockpile. But we could definitely provide a large amount of fuel towards the end. Uh, perhaps f harvested foodstuffs from the verdant would be good uh, at the beginning. Um, you know, Sorry, she goes yeah. on about these kinds of details. She's, you know, she's watching the auditorium as it's, you know, people are pairing off or as, you know, not just in pairs, but, you know, budding off, I guess, is probably a better yeah. way of describing it. Um... It sort of gets to a point where you feel like she's almost dragging this conversation out as an excuse to be here more or longer. Okay. Um, I will. I will say to her. Um, Tell me, uh, finer Sasha, have you thought about indulging in any of our after-show activities? She blushes, um, and you see her sort of um, grab at her coat and pull it up. Uh, over her mouth a little bit with her hand uh, and, and then pull, release and say, um, not really. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it would be something that I would be uh, up for. You know, it's not appropriate. 
arm. She sort of backs away a bit. There's there's no there's no judgment here. There's no condemnation. There there is decorum, as I said, and there is propriety, but the rules are somewhat flexible. That's why people come here to be entertained, to throw off the stresses of the outside world. Yes, I I I, I can see that. I just I I I I I don't know. Um, I'm I'm not sure if that's the kind of thing. Um, that someone like myself should be getting involved in. Um, I just, I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, she starts to pull back further from you. Um, I'm gonna try to manipulate her. Go for it. It's totally fine. You should totally go get a prostitute and get down. Get down. Get. Down. All right, I got an eight. All right. You re- need to reassure her. She's. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to tell her. Um, we are. We are always. We pride ourselves in discretion. Uh. If you would, if you would like to arrange a liaison and and for no one to know, then we could arrange that. Just simply indicate to me who you'd be interested in in seeing, and I'll make sure they find their way to you and you to them. She takes a step towards you uh, and says, "Um." I liked that young gentleman with the purple uh, eye shadow. Um, is it be possible for me to have a conversation with him in private? And as she's saying this, she's sort of staring over your shoulder at the wall, trying not to look you in the eye. Uh, out of character, who was that? Was that Dove or...? That's just some rando. Just some, okay, someone in the cast. She just um, she doesn't want to point. Yeah. Um, I will, I will tell her, I'll give her, I'll give her directions to, you know, one of the private rooms in the back. Um, so you're going to send her down the sex-filled hallway alone? Um, no, I'll, I'll escort her. There we go. Um, and I will, as we, as we walk past, I will, uh, gently, you know, just sort of grab this, this person by the shoulder and, uh, and lead them along with her. Yeah, they were sort of in, uh, they were kissing someone, kissing a, a guest while another performer was helping them get ready. And they were just sort of wow. in the hallway. And I will say, uh, leave that one be. And they pull away as they sort of wave, um, almost with a sort of fae-like quality to them as they say goodbye to this person and follow you down the hallway and they 
introduced themselves to Sasha, and Sasha's real nervous, but in a sort of a awkward way, not a terrified way. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, show them into the room, and then I will flip back over to Ozair. Yep, don't worry, there will be no more dog barking. <laughs> You've silenced it. All the dog barking avenues have been closed and are now under construction indefinitely. No. Dogman uh, has left the building. Right. So you mm -hmm. go outside as yes. Act 2 begins, I believe. Yep. Um, what, do you, and what, what do you do when you're out there on the deck? I sit down and I kind of um, wrap my arms around my knees and kind of hug them. And I think about uh, my other father, not Ethan. <laughs> mm -hmm. What can Ozair remember, if anything, about this person? Um, Jose remembers them being there all the time when she was little, but then he disappeared. Mm -hmm. um, so she thinks that she has an inkling as to who her father is, but she's never went and talked to him. All right. Because he doesn't talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. So she's going to wait for her other dad to come outside. Well, I was going to say... Um... Ethan steps out onto the deck after a while. Um, you think that maybe Ethan had been waiting near the door after they saw you left and just wanted to give you time before they stepped out. They walk over to you and sit down next to you silently. And after a few awkward moments, they say, Beautiful moon tonight. It's quite full. Um... It's got that nice halo around it. She rolls her eyes as she is off to do with her father, but she looks at him and she says, I need to talk to him. Talk to who? My father. My other father. How does Ethan look when you say this? I think he is not happy because we don't talk about other father. All right, so Ethan sort of pulls a stern, looks terse. It's like, I don't, I'm not sure that that's a good idea. I understand that you are trying to forge your own path, but... I think that that might be a dangerous place for your 
for your path to traverse. She kind of looks out across the lake and kind of looks back at him. Why doesn't he talk to me? So it's it's difficult to explain, especially when the MC doesn't know who you're talking about. Her eyes drift over the Khan's yacht. Are you in where her father lives? Okay. It was either that or you meant Jaco. So... Pacifica's your father? <laughs> yes, Pacifica's <laughs> my father. It's a, it's a part of them that they want to forget. You know. What they... do I have to say to him to make him talk to me? Because she is not going to listen to me because she has nothing going on up in her head. But he will listen to me if you tell me what to say. When you say she, do you mean Pacifica? Yes. Okay. Ethan sort of puts his hand on your yours and says, You have to be wary of the kinds of outward images people project. There's a reason that I'm so happy on the dam. And there's a reason that Holland is conserved. And there is a reason that Pacifica pretends to be airy, flaky, and stupid. This is a lie. She is more calculating than you you or anyone gives her credit. Father, we live in a house built on lies. Everything in this day... We live in a house built on hard work, dedication, <laughs> and my fucking sacrifice. Right? Oh my god. If you want to talk to Holland, I can arrange something. But you know, <sighs> I never did give back those binders to you, and Pamming still has them. Look, I don't care about that. I care about you. You know, you're never gonna <laughs> find the components you need to fix the dam anyway. I look at him, and I put my hands on the side of his face and I say I know where they are you couldn't possibly they were lost taken no. in a raid no your second husband and Colin's your second I don't know you never told me because you don't tell me anything but I tell you what you need to know, to make it's the right decision. Building. It's in a building over there. Look, I'm over not going to... 
No, I'm not going to listen to this. You're just trying to divide me. Like you're trying to divide Ayazama. Like you're trying to divide this community. If you want to speak to Holland, I will set it up for you. But that's it. I'm done. I, if you are that determined to destroy what we have as a family and as a community, then I'm sorry, but this is the end of my support. I, I, I refuse to support you in this endeavor anymore. And that is my ultimatum. Well, you should go support your um, sister's child. I mean, she's the one wearing the jacket now. When do you want to meet Holland? As soon as fucking possible before I do something that I will regret. Great. Brilliant. Fantastic. <sighs> I'm sorry that I got so angry. Well, I'm sorry that your husband and his cadre of evil people along the line of the cons hid something from the rest of the community. I'm sorry that he lied to you. I'm sorry that he left you to take care of all of us. You see uh, Ethan stand up and he unclips a pouch on the uh, near his kidney uh, and he and it's a pouch that you've, you realize you've never seen him open before. And you see him pull out a small box, and he pulls a long silvery thing out of it. Um, and then he starts pressing a bunch of buttons on it, and he says, Be it, be it home at midnight. And then he walks off. Home. Ugh. Boring. Uh, tries to ignore your objections. Uh, uh, she rolls around on the floor. <laughs> way to... Way to completely <laughs> whiplash the mood of that scene. Tina. Uh... <laughs> I was just thinking that. She's like Tina combined with Louise. <laughs> she is diabolical. Yeah. In her own weird, awful way that doesn't make any sense. Ayazama, when yes. you leave the theater, do you and Babylon go straight home? Uh, yes. Yes, we do. All right. Uh, when you arrive back at the dam, you see, uh, back at the cistern, sorry, you see Nippikin, mm -hmm. um, sort of, uh, with a hat on, um, like a beanie type thing. Um, mm -hmm. he's sharpening, <laughs> sharpening his machete, 
um, as you walk <laughs> in. Um, Lissa is nowhere to be seen. Hmm. Uh, Babylon, you go on ahead. Uh, do you know where Lissa is? Uh, yes, I believe she went out to get uh, a few uh, supplies for a project she was doing. I think she was uh, trying... She wanted to make uh, some kind of art piece or something. Babylon walks into your room, closes the door, and then Nippikin stands up and keeps talking as he walks towards you, keeps rattling off about mm -hmm. this crazy project that Lissa has, and then uh, yeah. he whispers to you, uh, I sent her away. I thought it would be for the best after what happened last time. Uh... Ayazama closes his eyes. Yes, projects. Well, I'm sure she'll be back soon. What did you see when you followed her before? She walked around the community, uh, went over to the barge, and talked uh, to someone there, uh, the, the laundra. You know, that woman... At cleans clothes for people, uh, and then uh, she left, came back to the dam, uh, and went down into one of the workshops. Uh, after that, she seemed to stay in a room for a while, then she left, and then came back here. Wait, so she so she went to the cleaner, got her stuff, went to the dam, went into someone's room for a while, and then came back. Yes. Out of character. I just I just, yeah, just it, yeah. it cut out for a second. I just want to make sure. Oh right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so she made one unscheduled yes. stop on the way to the front. Okay. <sighs> I don't know. As far as I know, that workshop is like a. There's a few teams that work out of there. Um, I know that they make the nets for the fishing in there, uh, processing a lot of the uh, rope and stuff that we get off of the burners. But um, I couldn't get in. Um, I went back in tonight after you left, uh, and I, um, I think... I think there could be something else in that place. What do you mean, something else? Well, there was sort of a covered-up work project in there. It looked like some old machinery. It had a big uh, old oily... Uh, tarp. The tarp had been... Had, was so sucked soaked with oil that it had sort of hardened um, and I I don't know why but it just stood out to me as odd but uh, 
I didn't want to do much more until we talked. She, when she left the workshop. What workshop was this? It yeah. was. It was not one that is. I already explained. It's you know some larger one, larger than Ozair's, but it's like a bunch of oh, work. So not not Ozair's work. Yeah, not okay. Ozair's workshop. Um. The. When she came out of there, she looked white, shocked. So, I don't know what she did in there, but... Thank you, Nipperkin. Uh, for now, for tonight... We will do nothing, and then tomorrow, you and I shall return to this workshop and see what it is. Are you sure you don't want to go now, when it's abandoned, or do you want to go there when it's full of people? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's abandoned. Yeah. <sighs> no one works at night, <laughs> except for yeah. hunters. Uh, yes, yes. The night Let's fishermen. go now. All right, so you uh, head down uh, into the dam and walk into this room, and you find a big tarp, uh, and under it is a bunch of machinery. Uh, it sort of looks like um, boilers and uh, cages, um Maybe it's meant to be some kind of mining equipment. You're not really sure. You're not a tech person. Um, but, yeah, that would be how I would describe its appearance. It's like a big, huge... Mining equipment? Yeah, it's like a big... It's a, it's, it's a bunch of components, none of them hooked up to one another, but clearly have some kind of shared purpose. Okay. It could be a bunch of um, is there anything I could or something? Is there anything I could do to try to figure out what it is? Well, open my mind to the psychic maelstrom. Go for because it. I'm good at that. Uh, so wait, I'm, I'm there. We go. Let's clear that. Add two. For it to actually display. Oh, good. Uh, that's a three. Uh, you uh, reach out. So I mark uh, XP. You do. You reach out for the water. And then die. Uh, and you see uh, a predator. Um, it's like a Razbek, but with no legs. Uh, it's moving through the waters of this uh, pond towards you. Uh, you start to scramble away from it and trip into this shallow, uh, thick, black, muddy water, uh, and then you feel a pain uh, on, your, on both of your legs, as if something has swallowed your lower half whole uh, and is starting to eat ah. you. Uh, and as you look back at the back at it, it speaks to you in a language you don't understand. Uh, 
but it sort of feels familiar to you. Uh, and then you jolt up, um, and you are back in uh, your back in the cistern. Uh, Lissa, Lissa, Babylon, and Nippikin are all around you, uh, and you feel wet. What? What? What, what, what happened? Uh, you you fainted. Um, as we uh, as we were taking an uh, evening walk to discuss uh, some of the community's problems, you know, the hunger strike, and you started talking about how um, the lack of food, uh, you felt like you needed to do something about it, and then you just fainted. It was as if the community's hunger had come across you. That's Nipperkin. Yeah, that's Nipic filling you in on okay. the story. Yep. Oh, yes. Yes, the the source gave me a vision. The hunger that everyone felt and I, I was overcome. Oh, thank you for bringing me back, Nipperkin. Lissa and Avalon helped uh, in healing your wounds you hit your head as you fell I, I reach up and feel the I guess like the bandage on my head ah ooh, ow yes yes thank you thank you both Babylon Lissa uh, thank you for helping me uh, Ayazama sits up uh, and just kind of, you know, rest. Oh, you rest for a moment. As you rest, you notice your eyes. I guess I need to be more careful. As you sit up and rest for a moment, you notice your eyes lingering on a spot on the floor, almost peering through it. And you know that in a straight line from where you're staring, you just sort of instinctively feel it. In a straight line from where you're staring is that room. That object that you that pile of rubble that you were staring at. Uh, where did you go this afternoon? Lissa says I just went to get supplies. I wanted to make something to do. No, I said Babylon. Oh, I didn't hear you say Babylon, so I just assumed you asked this question, oh, and then oh, I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna say that." No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, where did you go? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't. I went to get my dress uh, because it was being cleaned. Yes, after you got your dress, before you came back here. I just grabbed. I know some you went food. to the day. I. Well, I had to come to the dam to get home because we left from the dam to go to the theater. Babylon, do not lie to me. I'm not lying to you. Why would I lie to you? I'm gonna make her tell the truth. Yep. Yep. Uh, I guess that would be. Would that be go aggro or manipulate? 
It depends on how you're going to make her tell the truth. Uh, I'm go I will try I will try seducer manipulate first. Uh, I will I will be nice for now. See how uh, seven. So well, what okay. do you say to her? How do you try and convince her? Sitting on the floor and put my hand on her knee. Babylon. I told you that there is danger brewing. We, the four of us, need to be strong to protect the community and the people. I can't have you lying to me. Where did you go? I needed to speak with someone about a personal matter. I've seen the room. I've seen the machine. What is it? What do you mean? What do you mean? What machine? The thing under the tarp. How would I know what that is? I'm not some mechanic. It's just a pile of machinery. Who was the man you met with? There's... The man there's, with the scars. She sort of steps away from you and says, There's no way you could know. You couldn't know. Nipikin grabs her. I stand. Uh, Ayazama slowly gets to his feet, uh, you know, still a little woozy from his head wound, uh, and straightens himself. The source showed me Babylon. I didn't want to believe it, but now I do. Who was the man that you met? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you anything. You're just going to make up lies anyway to cover up your mistakes. You're going to do the exact same thing you did before. And you're going to try and have me killed. You'll smash my skull in like you did to that other person that tried to kill Saffron. You're going to make me a nameless no one and throw me into the lake. I won't. You haven't broken any of the laws of the aquifer. I won't touch a hair on your head. But Nippikin will, won't he? You'll just, just have him do dirty work. No. I've never had Nippikin do anything I would not do. I am the canteen dispense justice in this aquifer. I'm gonna. Can I go aggro on her now? All right. So that's plus hard. That's a ten. Nice. Uh. So yeah. So 
uh, gets gets close and says, I dispense justice as it is needed. I met, met that which is just and fair. There is no rule to the canteen. However, there could be. And if there is, justice would need to be served. And I would do it gladly with my bare hands. Who did you see? I was trying to secure our future. All right. This dam is going to fall. They're going to take it and make it their own. And when they do, they're going to execute everyone that isn't useful to them. All right? I was trying to secure our future, which I thought we were in together, but then you turned the fuck around, and now you're all like, oh, let's fucking betray the cons. Lissa jerks away uh, in shock uh, and starts slowly moving towards the door at first, and then turns to break into a sprint. I, uh, I, I grab her. Alright. Grab That is Lissa. not the way of it, Lissa. See? He's just gonna do to you the same shit he's gonna do to me. They're gonna kill us both and act like someone attacked the canteen. Like anyone would be dumb enough to attack the canteen with this motherfucker here. And she thumbs at uh, Nippikin, who sort of uh, bears his teeth. Like he's about to attack uh, Babylon. Who is going to attack us, Babylon? Mountain men? Yeah, of course the fucking mountain men. They've got... Guns. They've stolen fuel. They raid us, but that's not really what they're doing it. They're doing it to scout out our weaknesses, to man? understand our defenses. Who was the man you met? He's called Jean. And he promised he us... one of them? He promised us a place if we helped him accomplish his goals. You say that I am betraying the Khans, and yet you are working with a spy of the Mountain Men to subvert our entire... She sort of breaks down in tears. I let go of Lissa. Lissa sort of Lissa. pulls away from me. I was a fool. Uh, to seize power, that's does not become the canteen. 
I had a revelation. I've realized the error of my ways. You're right. We need to harvest the machinery or learn, study the machinery at that factory so we could bring the healing powers of the aquifer to everyone more easily, especially if the mountain men are planning to attack. Lister just sort of stands there quietly um, for a moment and says, yeah, okay, let's... Um Let's do that. Let's study this machine. That's a great idea. Okay. Yeah, okay. Let's go do... Yeah, cool. All right. Oh, and then she sits down and is quiet. <sighs> I... I... I just want everyone to be safe. Right. That's, uh, Ayazama sits down too because he's just as exasperated as not exasperated. We uh, close out that scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, Saffron, what do you do with the rest of your evening as the debauchery gets into full swing? I guess I'm gonna go and look for Ozair. All right, Ozair, did you leave straight after, or did you linger about? I mean, it's a few hours till midnight. Um, she, they, he will wait so that he can talk to Saffron and tell Saffron kind of what he's doing, kind of what she's doing. So he's not like, hey, I'm not here. I'm going somewhere else. Bye. I didn't tell you. All right. I'm dead uh, in the morning. Is there, where does Saffron find you? Um, in their room? In Ozair's room or Saffron's room? In Ozair's room. In Ozair's closet. <laughs> Former storage space. Repurposed. Uh, so that's where you find uh, Ozair Saffron. Hmm. Uh, Saffron hmm. knocks on the door, says, Hey, I. I hope I didn't say anything too weird. Just before, I, with all of this going on, I, I really am having a hard time figuring out who I can trust. Um, just a second, and the door kind of opens, and she's kind of like adjusting her um, weird little bra thing she was wearing. And kind of opens the door and says, um, okay. Tell me, Ozair, are you adjusting it because you had someone in this room a moment ago? No, she was um, trying to think of a way to not look so shitty. All right. But 
She oh, could figure it out. That. Saffron might be able to help you. Alright, um, continue. Oh. I know you with all this and and I kind of like gesture to my, myself. You know, it's kind of difficult to go along with me sometimes. I know I can make things much more difficult at times. I tell you, Rosera, I, I wish I had your strength of character. We all have our roles that we play. And I thought I knew what yours was, and I thought I knew what mine was. And here you've gone and and changed costumes and stepped right into your new part. And I'm not quite sure I can do the same. Well, I changed for a reason. But... If you want to know what that reason is, I will have to shut this door with you on inside this room so that no one can hear what we are saying. Okay. She invites you into your former closet. <laughs> there is nowhere to sit. Saffron, Saffron kind of leans against the cabinet where you've been storing your guns. Um, she kind of shuts and locks the door. I have a meeting with someone tonight. Okay. Who are you going to meet? She kind of bites her lip and kind of looks down and then she looks back up to you and there's kind of a welling of tears in her eyes and she kind of says, well, you know how I have one father? Ethan. I also have another father. Okay. So you're going to speak to your other parent? Yes. And she gets kind of awkwardly close to you and kind of grabs onto your lapels and says, My father is Holland. You see Saffron's eyes go wide for a second behind his mask. It's particularly troubling because you thought that Ozir and Holland were of similar ages. This suggests otherwise. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember what he looks like, Saffron. Just, just promise me that things won't get violent. She kind of laughs. I don't... I'm not going to kill him. Saffron. That would be dumb. I am 
explosively non-emotional and overly emotional at times, but I'm not stupid. It's it's not really Holland I'm worried about. I want to ask him if there's a way if we can fix this. Okay. I'm going to read a person. I'm not interfering because I do not care. Uh, yep, that's nine. Uh, are you telling the truth? Yes, she has no intention to kill her father. <sighs> oh, thank God. I am... You know we're in trouble, right? Ayazama was telling me that the Khan sent him to spread dissent among my crew. I can't let my pushing actions hurt too many people, Saffron. I understand. So if there's a way that I can fix it without you or your crew getting hurt, then I will do so. Um, Saffron, Saffron puts his hands on your shoulders and says, well, I wish you the best of luck. You seem to be the only one in this whole mess who has a head on their shoulders. Well, sometimes someone has to take responsibilities for the actions of others. I'm going to take those responsibilities, Saffron. All right. Do you need transport back to the dam? Nah, I was going to swim it. No, I was going to start out. I'd get there probably about the right time. <laughs> <laughs> I can scale that damn wall. No. Um, yeah, she kind of says, um, yeah, I'll need preferably not one of the children, but I know you like to use them. <sighs> I can think of two that would be happy to help you out. Uh, is there... Who is that, MC? The 14-year-old creep and rat girl. Oh, that's right, rat girl. Yeah. Yep. She did seem to take a shine to you. I'll, I'll see if I can find her. No, no. He, she grabs your hand. No, listen. I'm leaving all of this here. All of this stuff. Okay. If I don't come back, you can use it. 
dump it but if in you the don't, river. If you don't need to use it, when she's old enough, give it to her. <gasps> Setting up that new character. <laughs> yeah. Child thing, gunlugger hybrid, and go. <laughs> All right, Ozair. She pushes your mask up and says, I don't want to leave without letting you know that I am happy for the time we spent together, whatever that time was. And... She doesn't kiss you. She just kind of wraps her arms tightly around you. Saffron returns the hug because you you are the only person that he really trusts right now. But you don't trust Dove? Dove's got an angle. He's playing an angle. What about Husqvarna? Asgorna has someone in their room. They're doing something behind my back. Yes, exactly. wants to cut me out of the business. I have been leaving a lot in her hands lately, so... Soon as well be mine. Ha-ha! Um, yeah, so... Saffron will leave. Oh, you're not going to use your sex move? No, I don't think... I don't, unless unless Saffron initiates something, Ozair's not going to initiate anything. Saffron, yeah, you I was, use your sex move? I was debating it. Um, my sex move doesn't really give me anything. Um, if you hook another character up with sex, with food, with something, something, whatever, it counts as having sex with them. So really it just activates their sex move. Oh... I wish I'd known that earlier. You should... Yeah. That's somewhat useful. Yeah. Um, I, I was... Using sex moves, like, every run, basically. Yeah. Um, I, I, was, I was debating on whether or not Saffron would... Uh, would initiate something. I think maybe he... Maybe he feels too... Ashamed because he obviously is not handling this very well, and Ozera seems to be doing a much better job of it. Or acts like it. <laughs> or yeah. She's the ultimate um, actor. Only if you could have gotten her within your grasp. <laughs> right. If only I could get her up up on the stage, and not have her, you know, cut anyone who uh, comes near her afterwards. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think we're we're best uh, we'd be, do best to leave it as like a a pregnant moment between them, and leave that lingering for another scene. Because I feel right. like it I feel like it might get there, but not not for Saffron right now. All right. So as uh, you're getting ready to drift off to sleep, Saffron and Ozes. 
making their way over to the dam. I want you both to roll me, uh, make the open your mind uh, roll. I wanna. Well, you can refuse. That's fine. I super don't want to, but I'm going to anyway. You are. You have, to. you have the option to refuse. Not after what I rolled. I don't want to. Well, uh, you I, rolled, so you clearly yeah. didn't refuse. Yeah, uh, I I rolled a nine. All right. And what did you uh, roll, Brandon? I got a six. All right. So, Ryan, you are trying to get to sleep, and you're sort of thrashing and turning, and you look over at your mask, and you notice it turned to stone, and then your room sort of fades into it. Um... And you may use the open your mind to the weird as per usual. Uh, but uh, I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, how do you, does your character currently feel about the state of the community. Hmm. I feel like Saffron has started seeing enemies in places where there might not necessarily be enemies. Um, his trip with Ozair to the secret prison and, you know, storage area that the cons maintain at the other side of the lake have sort of undermined any confidence he had in them as leaders. Um, they're, they're obviously keeping secrets. They have, they have secret motives. And yeah, maybe they are trying to hold on to power when they shouldn't be. Um, but as, as for right now, Saffron doesn't feel like it's worth it to start like a full-scale revolution uh, he's still, you know, I, I feel like that's one of the reasons why things got so tense between Saffron and the Canteen earlier, because the Canteen was like, oh, I'm just on the side of the people. You know, I don't, uh, I don't want anyone to get hurt. And that's kind of what Saffron wants, too, uh, although he is slightly more self-interested and he fiercely mistrusts what the Canteen says. So he's... He's worried that they're coming for a rec. There, there's a reckoning coming, but he he is trying to protect himself and his own people and his own interests in it. All right. So you see, sort of, uh, you the walls of your room sort of peel away, and they're sort of floating in nothingness. Are these? tableau scenes of statues are uh, all sort of representing the worst all this shit that's going on in your community you see you and Ozair you know uh, working through the fucking swamp chased by uh, Razbacks and all this shit and then you see in the distance this sort of a gravel 
uh, and there's something climbing out of it. It's like a thin, slender, frog-like thing crawling out of the water, and you see a in the distance it's staring towards uh, a fire. Um, do you? Does this wake you up? Um, I'm going to say no, because for one, Saffron is having an experience that doesn't, uh, hasn't resulted in a horrifying vision or a seizure yet. So he's waiting to see where this goes. All right. That's, that's all that there really is. You see this frog thing moving sneakily towards this fire. Uh, and then the fire goes out, and then you awaken in the morning. Uh, Ozair. Why did Holland leave your father? Uh, because he wasn't in line. He was like second in line you know he was the the whatever second child of the ruling family quote unquote so that and means toyota is like a third or fourth mm. okay he's, he's not the heir apparent he's yeah not the heir apparent. he's the spare um his sister or brother doesn't matter had a child, and so that kind of knocked him off the list. But then they both died. Somehow. Somehow, mysteriously. And so it was his responsibility to um, assume that position. All right. You see as you're, you know... Getting off of a... Did you take a paddle boat to the dam? Of course. Right. What else is there? As you step off the paddle boat, you sort of collapse onto the ground as you see um, Holland uh, made out of rusty, shitty gears uh, covered in uh, grease uh, shouting at what you recognize as the machine version of Ethan. Uh, and then it sort of blurs and goes grainy like an old analog TV set. And you see uh, this grainy figure being, uh, this grimy version of Holland being bathed by something that stands out in your vision. It's not made of gears. It's not static. It doesn't look mechanical in any way. It's this long, thin, black, frog-like man washing down uh, Holland, cleaning the gears and components. Uh, and then in the and in the shadow behind this figure, you see. Uh, two piles of gears, one smaller than the other. 
you know that one of them is a mother and the other a child. And it's at this point that you realize that Holland is being cleansed in their blood. Bozer kind of pushes that thought to the back, the farthest back reaches of their mind, and kind of crawl, stands up, and then goes the way she would normally go to his father's home. As you uh, push yourself up off the dock, um, you see the child that had brought you here on the paddle boat uh, diving off the dock, uh, and three men uh, with uh, heavy hammers uh, and iron bars in their hands walking towards you. Uh, and you, with very few of your weapons, uh, and you hear one of them say, I've been waiting a long fucking time for this. Fucking starting fires in dams, Shh, fucking abandoning work projects, running around like your king shit. Well, look who's king shit now. Fucking alone on the docks at night, you stinking piece of shit. End session. So. Well. End, end of session moves. Oh, shit. <laughs> um... Well, I think Saffron knows me better. Yay! That brings me up to history plus four, which means I reset and mark XP. Yay! I got an improvement. Uh, I would say... Oh. Well, la-dee-da. I was going to say Saffron probably knows Ayazama a little better, too. Oh. That brings me up to history plus four. Whether, whether or not she... <laughs> Whether or not he believes it is up to him. Yeah, I think she's still he's still deeply mistrustful of uh of the canteen. Uh I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Ayazama. Not Ayazama, uh Ozair. Sweet. Damn. Sorry. Didn't mean to be a cock tease there, Akos. I'm used to it. Don't forget to mark experience, because I made you guys roll weird. I didn't mark it, so good. Yep, that was that was what got me the improvement. I only need one more to get my first battle babe improvement. Nice. <laughs> You'll be some battle bib. <laughs> Little bib. Little to battle. Right. <laughs> I hope you're ready to the use battle. those battle babers. I'll use my visions of death. Yeah, you're probably going to need them. Yeah. I think it'll be a nice opener. Well, I got two armor, so... 
Uh, we're in three different places again. Yay! I think uh... the burner, uh, the mountain men, to be have infiltrated our community and trying to bring us down from the inside. Yep, and we're too busy. I did not see that coming. Can someone put next to Jean's name in the document? Can somebody put down thirteenth mm -hmm. uh, paratrooper so that I remember that? Thirteenth paratrooper, got it. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that has nothing to do with anything. I mean, yeah. it has a lot to do with a bunch of shit, and you're welcome to try and work out what that means, but without more information, I think you're going to have a hard time turning that into something. I think it means he is the 13th paratrooper. <gasps> yeah. The plot of, unravels. Of which army? Mountaineers. <laughs> um, the the Mountaineers army. Mountaineers. Yeah. I'm saying mountain men. It's not the mountain men. It's the mountaineers. It's the mountaineers. Uh -huh. Up on a mountain. They're all men. They all wear beards, whether or not they have beards or not. The mountain men is from the 100. I keep I keep going back to that. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yep. I mean, the 100's probably the closest post-apocalyptic thing to what we're doing. Just not yeah, the yeah, not the one hundred themselves. The, all the communities that <laughs> no, surround not, them. Not the space station. Yeah, not the not the fucking people from outer space, but the fucking uh, grounders. <laughs> the rest of the world. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna drop a space station on the dare, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, it's our land. <laughs> our ship landed, so it's clearly totally. our land." <laughs> but we were here first. Do you totally have a didn't see that coming. <laughs> Alright, uh, so that's the end of that We're going to stop recording now Did you guys enjoy that? Yeah, it was good There was a lot of good drama Yes, yeah, it was really good Yeah oh, I had, What was that, Brendan? I said, of course Alright, cool Farewell from the past I'm Raymond <laughs>